0: Hey, yo, how's it going? I am back. So a little bit of a recap, I guess. I went on an awesome trip to DC and it was phenomenal. I've never been to DC before. And so my expectations going in were, I don't know, like I was just willing to go in and with like an open mind and just see like what everything was like. If I had to describe my DC trip and like a phrase, like how I was in DC, I'd probably say something like... Stress but slayed by being well-dressed because I was so excited about this trip Like one of the things that I was really looking forward to was the ability to dress up in like business casual business professional dress I love that aesthetic. I mean, it's like a nine-to-five aesthetic, but we don't talk about that So I was stressed I mean, I wasn't really stressed but I kind of was because it was just like I was there for a class and we just had like a lot to do every day even on the weekends because like the weekend is when we had like free time and so I definitely you know was going out actually on I guess on Friday there's like this event it's called Jazz in the Garden and I went and it was so much fun but that was just like one little example that came to mind of like something that I did but we did like a bunch throughout the week as well another phrase hot girlies professionally networking starbucks is because okay one thing about dc you literally you don't have to be nice to everybody but one thing about me like i'm gonna be nice to everybody because you never know what's gonna come up or how the relationship might be fruitful later on and so like that's kind of like my little mantra and that was like heavily emphasized when we were in dc oh you know everyone was joking they're like oh you know don't get on anyone's bad side because then you never know that's gonna like come come back and bite you. So I was uh, with two other girls on the trip one morning when we were um, doing like a national mall tour and um, I was in Starbucks and I was just like waiting in line. And so like one thing that I noticed immediately going to DC was that not everybody is like, no one is like midwest friendly right like i feel like in the midwest we have just small talk for no reason and it's always like very cute it's very you know it's like oh that was like a nice little human interaction little banter right like little midwestern banter that does not exist in dc everyone is just so focused so like don't talk to strangers and i was waiting like by myself by like the order pickup to see like what our name was gonna get called or whatever and this woman she was like a little older probably like in her like I want to say she had a daughter, so probably like late 30s, early 40s, right? But I'm standing there, just like by myself, and like I don't like to wait on my phone. Like sometimes I do, but like I've been trying to be more mindful about like not, not being on my phone. And So I was just like kind of looking around, and you know she like leans over to me and she says, "I'm still waiting on my oatmeal." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I think they make all like the food for like everybody, and so that's probably why you're waiting, because you know I just like to talk." Um, <laughs> and then I I said to her, "There's no way." you're from DC. You've got to be, Are you, I was like, are you from the Midwest? Because no one in DC has just randomly sparked a conversation with me. Like no one has. And she's like, yeah, I, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, no way. Like I'm a senior. I go to Purdue. I'm here for our class. And actually Chicago is one of the places that I was looking to live or like looking to move after I graduate. And she's like, oh yeah, well, I work for this think tank. And then she gave me the name of the think tank and she told me her name. And Oh, she was like, yeah, like most definitely follow up. And I was like, I most definitely will. So hot girlies professionally network and Starbucks. Okay, moving on from that. Yes, I did touristy stuff. I mean, a DC trip would be remiss without at least doing all of Not all. I didn't go to a Nationals game, even though there was a Nationals game on Sunday. I'm not a huge sports attender, right? I'm never going to be like, oh, you know what I want to do right now? go to a basketball game but i went to the national mall and we visited some famous memorials like you know mlkj got the lincoln world war one and two Nam, and the korean memorial we went there and then took a trip to the good old gw residence in mount vernon virginia went to the supreme court the Capitol, the secret service and the Library of Congress. Of course, we also uh, took a trip to the National African American History Museum. I unfortunately cannot go to the Spy Museum, which is very sad. I wish I had more time to go to museums because you can just really tell that people put a lot of detail into, like, the Smithsonian's. When I wasn't scrambling about the ton, I was reflecting on my time there, thinking about how to integrate, like, everything around me, the stuff that I was consuming, the things I was learning, um, the conversations that I was having with professionals into my real world, right? And I, I was trying to understand or gauge how to use what I've learned from this trip to think more deeply about myself and my values, my mission and my vision. And so I have this drive to make my work be meaningful but sometimes i fear that the passions that i can see myself pursuing um specifically with like the government might fall short because of its inefficiency i don't know i, I guess from my conversations the the discourse that i encounter like there seems very pessimistic in terms of looking at the government and it just feels as though it's not what people my age want I'm also unsure, and this is kind of like something that I want to be able to say, yes, like this is the type of work that I'm going to do. And it's funny that I talk about this um, because I was doing a little bit of research about like Gen Z in the workplace and um, us working. they're always kind of depicting us as like goofballs who say unhinged stuff. And then you of course have like people say we're lazy, whatever, whatever. But I did some like further research and we are described as entrepreneurial, wanting flexibility and independence in our work, yet also wanting a work-life balance, fair pay, and value alignment with the company according to BBC. That is genuinely (laughs) what I would like. I I was looking back on my junior year and like when my plans were going into this and I made a list of like all the things that I wanted to accomplish before junior year was done because I was super concerned and super worried about like the lack of, I guess, like a set path, even though I have a set path, right? I have set paths because I am a planner and when things don't go my way, then I'm like, okay. Um, But in terms of like what I was thinking about, I wanted to find an internship, (laughs) consistently maintain my physical health. I mean, I kind of did that. Like, I was just walking everywhere. And I still lost weight, which is, oh, so when, in my book, I wanted to figure out my law school interests to see if I wanted to go to law school or not. Definitely on my radar, something I might consider like later on. Yeah, I also wanted to join a community board, which I think is so adorable. Like <laughs> I really thought that I would have time to join a community board. Like um, I said, education or like a city council position, which didn't happen. And then actually emerging from this trip is the idea in my head that I could run for state legislature <laughs> and uh, you know, I'll get back to that later. Footnote. But now I make podcast episodes, right? And I have future goals with this, which I'm so pumped for. Like, I'm really excited about the summer and all the content that I am, like, thinking about producing. It's, like, very exciting for me, which is, you know, it's like, oh, every Gen Zer wants to be a online influencer. And it's like, and what about it? <laughs> I've always viewed myself doing some sort of advocacy, right? I feel like if anyone who's met me, they know that I'm very passionate And what I believe and like, I am I don't know, I'm like very driven by that. And so I want to be confident in my ability to do nonprofit work. Like I I really want to pursue that. I think there's something to be said for that, you know, giving back to communities and advocating for change, implementing change, right? Like having those difficult conversations, but I also want to lead others in doing the right thing. I think that's more of my philosophical take on the purpose of life. And um, specifically my purpose, I have this idea of, you know, It's, it's so cringe. Like, I'm just like cringing at like how, at like how, like what I want to do with my life is not cringe. But anyway, I want to restore hope in our governing institutions. As silly as that sounds, like I am an optimist sometimes. Sometimes I'm a pessimist. I don't know. I think that I've encountered what peace feels like and I think that everyone would feel better if they could encounter peace in their life. Yeah, but of course, what kind of job fits this description? Passionate work doesn't always give you a salary to like live on. At the end of the day, the work that could be done is overshadowed um, unfortunately by the financial necessity of like living and um i want to travel and donate my money right to like things that i believe in and volunteer my time to causes you know that i care about without working a nine to five job every single day like 40 hours like that's So much. It's even more unfortunate, like I literally went to the grocery store and like on campus, I didn't have to buy groceries, but I bought groceries and I spent like a hundred dollars. And I'm just like, this is, I mean, it could be sustainable because it's like just me and I'll only be eating for like two, two and a half weeks. No, probably less like two weeks. But it's just like people's entire paychecks go to like their home, their car, their children. Like I could not imagine having a child to pay for. Uh, But bringing back the footnote that I made earlier about running for an elected position. As for running for that, I think we'll just kind of see how these next two years go you know i've been so conflicted about pursuing a job on the hill because you know i don't want to be surrounded by some of the personalities maybe not even that i just think there's something to be said when you're literally hearing verbatim the reasons why some of these people decided to run for an elected office and it's just uh not what you thought it would be very in your face raw like wow you probably shouldn't hold this position yet you do and that's how our democracy works and i think that's insane i don't know i guess i to kind of sum it all up i'm extremely grateful for this trip just because i learned so much more about like history of the United States, behind the scenes of like Capitol Hill. More importantly, like actually having conversations with people who work in DC. What we see and what is being done aligns sometimes, but it doesn't always align. And certain aspects of what is being done is. is- brought to our attention right when we consume media, but when you're actually there and you can actually see you're sitting and you're watching Senate members give their speeches on the floor. It's like, wow, okay, so this is actually what is being said about this particular issue. And that was just really, it was really eye-opening and it is just not what I envisioned it to be. But what do they say? with great knowledge comes even more disdain, or maybe not disdain, a lack of disdain and more of a realization that you don't know much about a lot of stuff. The more you know, the more you don't know. I feel like someone said that, whatever. But on that note, I feel it is fitting to bring up that I don't quite know what the future has in store for me. And I think that's fine. I think we can have dreams. Those can kind of set us off on the right path, especially if they're guided, you know, a good reason behind your dreaming big and why not live with the most hopeful aspirations to spur your, you know, spur yourself to act to be better for the future. So it's my, uh, my little piece of advice for today. Do what you want. I should probably reevaluate my life. I do this whenever, whenever I like attend a seminar or do something that's like life changing, I'm like, wow, let me sit down and really think about what's like what my future is. And I think that's fine. Um, I guess wrap it all up. Put a bow on it. Growth happens when you go forward doing something that maybe you don't know much about. Doing something unfamiliar. Making mistakes. Owning the mistakes. But also being forgiving and gracious to yourself. Because, you know, it's just you when you're traveling through the world. That's, it's just you. I do apologize for how late this episode will be coming out, though. Uh, that's on me. I was just super busy. But um, I'm sure you'll stay awesome because that's what we do on the Shy's Not Shy broadcast.